For CertSecurity.com, I'm Rob Westervelt. You're listening to Security Wire Weekly for August 8, 2007. This edition will review the news from Black Hat 2007 in Las Vegas. Also, David Foote joins us to talk about the state of IT security job skills and certifications. Foote says the value of some security certifications is rising. You can check out Search Security's news coverage of Black Hat 2007 by going to searchsecurity.com slash black hat. And now the news wrap up of Black Hat. Vulnerabilities found in popular forensic software could result in a denial of service and remote code execution. Researchers from ISEC Partners presented the conclusions of a six-month study of forensics tools at Black Hat. The study found a number of holes, including buffer and stack overflows, a number of denial of service bugs as well. The security researchers tested Guidance NCASE, NCASE Enterprise, and TSK. They used blind fuzzing and targeted fault injection techniques. In other news, security researchers are warning Microsoft Vista users to turn off the Teredo IP tunneling system. Symantec's James Hoagland said Teredo can be exploited for phishing, farming, and other mischief. Teredo is is enabled by default in Microsoft Vista. Microsoft uses IPv6 because, among other things, it eases the process of setting up peer-to-peer gaming programs. But on the downside, IPv6 can also double Vista's possible attack surface. Also, researchers at this year's Black Hat Conference say the state of VoIP security is as bad today as it was two years ago. The problem is that many adopters are relying on protocols that are easy to attack. PGP creator Phil Zimmerman presented his creation called the Z-Phone, which he said would let users encrypt their calls over the Internet. Zimmerman stressed the importance of encrypting VoIP transmissions, even though some in the government believe that would hobble law enforcement's ability to tap VoIP conversations as part of criminal investigations. The Z-Phone is currently in beta. It can be downloaded for free from the Z-Phone Project website. Up next, we'll talk about security jobs and certifications with David Foote of Foote Research. But first, this brief message. As an information security professional, you've no doubt heard of Nmap, the popular freeware tool. It can be a huge help in the enterprise when searching for available hosts and services or pinpointing open ports. However, installing, configuring, and running Nmap in the enterprise is no easy task. With that in mind, SearchSecurity.com has teamed up with security expert Michael Cobb to create an NMAP technical guide. This guide details exactly how you can use NMAP to make your organization more secure. This guide is available for free at SearchSecurity.com NMAP. Again, that's SearchSecurity.com NMAP. Check it out today. And we're back. David Foote of Foote Partners has been tracking the value of IT skills and certifications over the last decade. His latest research shows positive signs for IT security professionals. He says some security skills and certifications are rising more rapidly than any other IT area. To get more insight on this trend, David Foote is joining us. 
Okay, David, the certification paid premiums for security has seen a 2.2% increase over the last six months. Now, why is that figure so significant? Well, it's significant because nothing else in the 149 certifications that we have been surveying since 1999, and those would be in applications development and programming languages, database, web development, networking, systems administration, and engineering, project management. What's significant is nothing else is showing any growth. As a matter of fact, most of these the values, these certifications are are declining right now, and this has been a trend over the last 18 months that uh, certification pay doesn't seem to to matter the way it, it used to, which isn't to say that you know skills that aren't certified don't matter because those are actually rising in value. But what's noteworthy here is that the only thing that's uh, that's countering this trend is is in security, and 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 that's something that we think is very noteworthy, and we've uh, we've been looking at. Uh, sort of intensively over the last 12 months. Now, what's driving that trend? Is it compliance spending like it was in the past? Well, I'll tell you what I, what I think is driving the trend, and, and it's probably three or four things. Um, as, as you probably know and your audience knows, uh, security spending has on skills and on talent um, has been a problem for a lot of companies. Uh, and, and what I mean by this is companies have not been investing in skills and security the way that they have in other areas of the business, like applications development, database, all of this uh, this architecture work uh, that's been going on with service-oriented architectures, and uh, and a lot of, of other areas too. And and, and that's an interesting uh, you know that's an interesting finding. Uh, about a year and a half ago, we went out and asked a number of companies, you know, do you have an enterprise security strategy, and is it you know is it tied to a larger enterprise-wide risk management? strategy. And the answer to that was 22% of the companies that we surveyed, and this was um, a survey of about, there were almost seven or almost 700 CIOs in the survey. So it's, a, it's a good, broad, you know, in, not industry-specific, but industry-wide uh, view. And what we got is 22% of the people uh, that responded said, we don't even have an enterprise IT security strategy. And of the, and, and of the larger question of, of, is it connected? To a larger risk management strategy for the enterprise, uh, 34% said no. And then we said, well, are you taking any steps to strengthen information security in direct response to you know, these high-profile cases of identity theft like the IJ, TGX? And 36% said no. So we, we said, you know, if, if, if overall this is the way that, that, uh, that corporations see information security, then clearly there is uh, there is some, something you know uh, wrong with this picture, and let's look at pay issues. We expected to see, uh, as we did for uh, much of the last two years, we expected to see pay for security jobs and skills and certifications to be somewhat flat. Because if this is the case, they're clearly not doing uh, not paying uh, attention to jobs and skills the way that they might again in other parts of IT. That was true. This has been in a reversal uh, that we've been seeing uh, really for about the last uh, nine months, nine months to 12 months. We didn't report it uh, to our clients here uh, or to the media until we began uh, looking at this and asking people, you know, we're seeing um, some prices uh, for talent and security bucking the trend of the rest of IT. We see them ri you know, rising 
at, at a greater rate. What is that about? The answer we got back was, was very simple. They're saying customers of ours are starting to pay attention to security. They're starting to, uh, to ask for greater security built into products and services that we're offering it. And they're making it an issue for our management. And, and as we looked at this more and more, it became quite clear that one of the ways that um, if you're going to get a company to pay for the insurance that security might provide you, mm-hmm. and let's face it, if you look at the, uh, at the cost-benefit uh, for this, it's not like adding another application system that has a very obvious payoff to a customer base in terms of satisfaction or providing uh, a higher quality of services to them. Security doesn't have that. It's mostly an insurance policy. So when you look at this whole issue, what, what you see is that, you know, one of the things that will always get business attending to things is if customers are unhappy. And as customers have expressed more concern about the level of security of their data across the networks of third parties or simply the products and services that they're providing to them in a world where a lot of data is being exchanged across networks, uh, they're beginning to, uh, I think after you know, a number of years now of Sarbanes-Oxley paying attention to, to asset value, they're beginning to hold, I think, their vendors more accountable. I know for certain that the vendors of security products and services have been paying attention to, to this too. And I think this, at the very base of everything, is driving uh, what I would consider to be uh, a real upswing in, in pay right now and concern. So, David, what are some of the security certification programs demanding the highest premiums then? Well, you know, it's the usual suspects. We've been tracking these, again, for about eight years. And the ones that consistently uh, do the best in terms of the premium, again, that companies are willing to pay for people with these certifications. And, by the way, the definition of that premium could be embedded into base pay or in addition to base pay in terms of bonus or variable pay. There, it's, it's common that companies uh, offer these premiums in both ways. But the, the perennial leaders in this uh, tend to be the CISSP, the Certified Information System Security Professional, the CISA, the Certified Information Systems Auditor. Uh, I would also put the CISM, um, which is a Certified Information Security Manager, clearly the ones that are directed more for people managing security departments, managing security functions versus the, uh, the in-the-trenches work that you might associate more with a lot of the, the, the GX certifications from the SANS Institute, again, the intrusion analyst, the systems and network auditor, the forensic analyst, the uh, Unix and system security analyst, all of those. Now, what we find is on average for, for one certification in security, uh, on average, uh, uh, people are earning 9% of base pay. And that's interesting because this is up um, about uh, 3.5% from what it was three months ago and about 2% what it was two months ago. And that may not seem like a lot of, uh, of, of increase to you, 1%, 2 3%. But consider the fact that overall, um, out of the 151 certifications that we survey, overall the average individual certification is about 8% right now, and we're looking at the average insecurity of 9%. You're also looking at the fact that over the last 
over the last um, a year, there's actually been a loss of almost 4% uh, in terms of, of pay, skills pay for certifications, whereas now in security, we're seeing these numbers are, are up. Uh, uh, and, and so, you know, it's, it's very significant that when, when the rest of the world is going one way and you're going the other way, that, that, that you should look at the reasons why this is happening. But to answer your question, there are um, some specific certifications now that are extensions of the CISSP, for instance, in, a, in a information system security management, the professional, the architecture professional, the engineering professional. These are sort of extensions of the CISSP. There aren't a lot of people that have these. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. But yeah, there, there are not a lot of people. Uh, I don't know what the actual numbers are. There are not a lot of people who have obtained these. They're, uh, they're more difficult to obtain. But these are earning uh, in, in the range of 10 to 16% of, ba in a, of base pay, in a, as, again, as a premium. If you look at the uh, certifications that have been around for a, a long time, uh, the, the, you know, the GAC firewall analyst, the forensic, in, the certified hacking forensics investigator, the, uh, the GAC incident handler, um, some of these, you find these are averaging somewhere in the range of 6 to 8% some of them a, a, a little higher. But the idea is overall for the approximately, it looks like about 29 security certifications that we've been tracking for quite a long time. Overall, that, that average is, is a tick above what's happening in the rest of the certification world, which, which is, again, uh, significant. When you think that certifications as a group are mainly associated with systems administration, engineering, uh, networking and internetworking and things like that. To see that over the last year, there's been a uh, a seven percent decline in pay for certifications in networking. There's been a uh, a seven point two percent decline overall in certification and in the value of certifications in systems engineering and uh, and, uh, uh, and 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 operations. But in security. There's been about a three to four percent gain in value. That's very significant because these are all infrastructure types of skills. Why is security, uh, you know, going in the opposite direction? I think one of the reasons too is to look at what's happening in, in the public sector. Mm -hmm. uh, the Department of Defense issued a directive 8570 re recently, which requires, at the moment, approximately 110,000 information assurance professionals in assigned duty positions to be certified within five years. This is a brand new and, and initiative. This includes all full and part-time military service members, all contractors, civilian contractors, all people with privileged access to information systems in the, the DOD. We think that within five years, this, this number of people affected uh, who will need to be certified uh, to work uh, on the behalf of the Department of Defense uh, that this number will be closer to 400,000. Okay, well, let's move on to some of the more specific dis security disciplines that uh, you've identified that have potential. Uh, we can start off with identity management and then move straight through the list in your report. Identity management has been a big factor um, because uh, as auditing uh, of security has been an issue, particularly after Sarbanes-Oxley, the whole idea of validation and revalidation re of identities of people who are, uh, you know, uh, gaining access or attempting to gain access to your to your uh, systems is very important. You know, we're we're aware of the amount of phishing going on out there, 
and a lot of the attacks, the, uh, the passive and active attacks. Uh, identity management has become a, a big issue in a lot of companies, as has, you know, just the whole general area of threat management, you know, vulnerability management and trust management in, in, in general. Those four areas, uh, trust management, identity management, threat management, and vulnerability management, have all been identified as areas where companies, you know, by and large lack discipline and, uh, and where there, there will continue to be threats to, to their systems. Uh, we can go into more detail on all of this, but my, my guess is you, don't, you wouldn't have the time Would there be any one of those four that you mentioned, be identity management, trust management, threat management, and vulnerability management? Any one of those stand out over the other, or are they all equally carry the same weight? I wouldn't say they're, they're, they're equal, but I'd say they're all different. And there's, unless you're attending to all four of those, uh, you don't have security in, in your organization. Mm -hmm. uh, what, I, what I'm most concerned about, and I think a lot of companies are, uh, are concerned about, is they really need a comprehensive knowledge of IT architecture to really secure their systems. You know, security is not something that you tack on to a product you know, after it's, it's, it's been designed. It's something that has to be built ground up in the infrastructure of companies. It's something that you want to think about at the moment you begin to design a system or design a, a product. And if anything has been missing, uh, you know, in, uh, in, in the industry, it's, it's more what I would call ground-up secure infrastructures. Uh, and, you know, that, that is uh, something that will never happen unless companies are really willing to devote the amount of money that it's going to take the amount of attention it's going to take to, to security, but as I said before, you know, if 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 a, you know, well-publicized attacks like those 45 million, uh, you know, records that were stolen at TG, TJX, uh, if if companies are willing to look at that and say, well, it hasn't happened here, uh, luckily, but uh, you know, we're we're not going to prepare ourselves against a phantom menace because some companies out there have had, you know, well-publicized problems. If they're not willing, as we found out in, in, in our survey, if, you know, when, when, when we asked them, you know, have you taken steps to strengthen, and if 36% are saying no, well, then clearly there's a certain amount of, uh, uh, you know, a lackadaisical attitude toward, toward security, which is understandable, um, but we're saying that if customers are beginning to at, at all express uh, you know discomfort for this, uh, then it's just simply good business to start looking again at security as something that uh, is 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 built is designed within systems ground up and not simply something that you're going to tack on to something that that you've got to give it the appearance of being more more secure. Uh, and 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 the reason why I, I say that 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 you can't really separate out. Uh, you know, between these four elements is that we see a coordinated approach. This is really the only approach that's ever going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in other words, you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't fill every crack in, in a dam and expect that one crack that, that you, you haven't really, uh, that you haven't uh, really uh, uh, filled in to not be something that could topple, you know, the entire structure. Oh, a security organization is only strong in its weakest link, and, and we, we you can check out the Foot Partners Hot IT Skills and Certifications Pay Index at the Foot Partners site at
foodfootpartners.com. Well, that ends this edition of Security Wire Weekly. Be sure to check out our previous podcast by going to our podcast page at searchsecurity.com slash podcast. And as always, you can get the latest news and information at our news page at searchsecurity.com slash news. For now, I'm Rob Westervelt. Have a great day.